You're listening to Witch Police Radio, episode number 10. Uh, to download this episode and uh, all the past ones, as well as streaming them for free, you can go to witchpolice.blogspot.com. And you can also listen to our show on 101.5 UMFM in Winnipeg on Monday nights at 11 o'clock. Uh, if you're into the social media stuff, you can follow the radio show on at Witch Police FM. You can follow Witch Police at Witch Police. And you can follow at Rob Crooks to find out what Rob's doing. And speaking of Rob, he's here for this episode, but uh, by the time you hear this, he'll be uh, in Europe. And you can check him out in the next few days, um, the next few weeks actually, uh, throughout the month of February. He'll be in Germany, Poland, Czech Republic, Belgium, Netherlands, Switzerland, France, and Spain. So if you're in Europe and you happen to be listening to this show, which I know is rather unlikely, uh, you can go to robcrooks.com to find out the tour dates and uh, check out his Twitter as well. So uh, welcome to episode number 10. Welcome to Witch Police Radio, episode number 10. We're actually in double digits now. Dies. Which is kind of cool, I guess. I mean, we haven't given I, up on the idea yet. I never expected to live this long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is um, this is the original group of hosts here back again. We've had a few past weeks with some guests, and uh, this is the real people now. <laughs> I'm the real John. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Sam. Rob. And John just identified himself. Um, this week's episode theme is science, which was cool because... Last week we did Ruined, which was from the random text generator, and that was kind of a strange word, but science seems like a theme we could have come up with on our own, too, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I think we've had some pretty good stuff, at least some time to think about this one, too, because we... I, for this one, I found that the songs that first came to mind were by people who I've already played, so I had to yeah. kind of move beyond that. That's um, been my problem to kind of throw out. Next week's episode, um, the theme is filming, and I'm... Oh. Pretty much everything I've thought of... Has been something I've already played by a band I've already played. So. Mm. But anyway, so this week's science. Um, I don't know if anyone has any particular. Uh, does anybody want to start? I mean, I can play a song first if you want, but if you guys have something in mind you'd like to. I don't have a definitive science song. Again, though, uh, we never really talked about playing each other's music. I was very tempted to play some of Rob's. Uh... Science is magical. Yeah, science is magical. I'm disappointed obviously. that no one chose. That it. Was well, they... I wasn't going to choose it myself. Yeah. That was the first thing that came to mind. I Listeners kinda... should just go check it out. In its entirety. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's on Witch Police, right? Which is kind of the... Where this is, witchpolice.blogspot.com. yeah. It's just worthwhile. I, I just felt weird picking your stuff in an episode where it wasn't based on picking each other's stuff, you know? Right. So, I don't know. That's cool, I guess. Oh, were you, like, coming here excited that we were going to be... You could get a chance to talk about... Well, you didn't pick My Baby's Got a Disease, so... That's true. true. That's true. And I, I did think about it. That actually was on my... Like, I, I usually make long yeah, lists so and I, then yeah. pair them down. That was on my long list. That would have been mm-hmm. really funny, but... Yeah, I guess maybe we'll just uh, have to can whatever. Yeah, we'll we'll sort yeah. it out. But yeah, so I mean, I guess do you guys they want to go first? Should I play something? Yeah, why don't you go first? Okay, um, this was a hard one for me. Um, I was actually kind of sitting at looking at my record, sitting on the floor, trying to figure out what to pick. And usually I get I've some instant ideas, pull some stuff out of the boxes, right? This time I was just complete blank. The only thing I was thinking of was science is magical. <laughs> I'm right. like science, science. So I usually try to you know I usually end up sticking with stuff that has the title of the theme in the title of the song or related to and that didn't work this time so I was just sitting there looking at albums then it kind of dawned on me that I should play something by They Might Be Giants because right. they have a whole album about science and they also I mean their stuff is really nerdy in the first place just they got a lot of stuff that would fit the theme and the song I picked is called The Sun is a Mass of Incandescent Gas and it's from their science album and um, it's pretty self-explanatory for the theme I just wanted to say about these guys that um, they're one of those bands that 
I've kind of listened to for a really long time. One of the first tapes I ever got was uh, their Flood album, which is really good. And that has stuff like Particle Man and everything that would have been science related too. But um, I never was like a huge hardcore fan of them. I've just always kind of liked them since I was about 12. And I, I end up like every once in a while picking up some of their albums. And, and it's always good, you know, I'm really into it. So, but not like, I mean. They, they, it's weird because they almost seem like one of those bands that almost like exclusively have a cult following that's like, what i mean it's strange because i mean it, I, i'm a casual many, fan of them yeah and there's not very many like casual they might be giants no i have like three or four of their albums you know i listen to them every once in a while but i mean i know people who are just like yeah this is like they, they every boot like all this stuff they're obsessed with but yeah. anyway so the sun is a massive incandescent gas i have a funny story about this song after we play it but i'll play it for now and we'll okay. go from there cool The sun is a mass of incandescent gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace. Where hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. Yo ho, it's hot. The sun is not a place where we could live. But here on Earth, there'd be no life without the light it gives. We need its light. We That was Why Does the Sunshine? Uh, the subtitle is The Sun is a Massive Incandescent Gas by They Might Be Giants. And um, I was a little bit wrong about it. It actually, uh, they originally recorded this in 1993 on an EP they did, which was all covers. And this is a cover of a song from 1959 called Space Songs, the album by someone named Tom Glazer, which is really weird that it's that old. But um, they redid, They Might Be Giants redid this on their. Um, 1998 live album and their 2009 children's album which is called Here Comes Science which is what I was talking about and they changed the lyrics to um, the sun is a miasma of incandescent plasma or miasma I don't know how you say it miasma 
uh, which apparently corrects several factual inaccuracies in the original song. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, I, I guess the, the science just wasn't there in the 50s. In the 50s, yeah. 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 So, I don't know, I, I like it. Um, I really like these guys. Because I was listening to an interview with them, and uh, I didn't realize they did so much. Um, they do lots of incidental music for TV shows and stuff. Mm. And like, they do tons of com- music for commercials and everything. And it's not like they're in their own style, but they, they make tons of money like, mm. on the side. It's a nice little side from doing, gig, like, yeah. Just, yeah, just writing stuff. For, like that show, um, Malcolm the Middle. They did all the music for it. Right. Like, all the I little... Think I, knew that. I could see they that, did the theme yeah. song for it. I mean, I never really watched Don't it. Don't they right? do the theme song for that other that other show that's really popular right now? Probably do. That, but the scientists... Uh, no, that's Bare Naked Ladies who do that. Oh, Big yeah. Bang? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they might be on sir. I like them better. Right. Ladies. But, but I, 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 you never think about that, right? I mean, I think of these guys, and I think of their silly music videos with puppets and stuff, and I think of, like, you know, they do children's albums and weird themed albums and stuff. But it never really occurs to me that, like, they might be made, probably a lot of people do this, make money on the side just doing, like, you know, background music when there's a sitcom or whatever. Like, yeah, why not, right? Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it pays the bills probably more than the albums do now. Yeah. yeah. So. It's just like another form of, you know, r- just writing songs and selling them kind of thing. It seems like just a side yeah. music. I guess it gig. would be hard, though, because you have to you have to go out of your own comfort zone of your style of music, right? Because, I mean, these guys are, this was a little different, but mainly they're, they're kind of like accordion, guitar kind of upbeat, you know, goofy, and really nasally vocals and stuff. But, I mean, you know, a Colgate commercial or whatever is not going to want that necessarily. <laughs> so they have to, you know, change it up to... So obviously they're very good at music. I wonder if they have any, like, uh, issues with being corporate pawns. No, they didn't care. From what <laughs> the interview I heard, they were just like, it's a way to, it's a way to keep doing what they want to do. Right. So... You gotta I mean, fund they, the revolution with the money I don't know, from the bourgeois. I don't know if these two guys are, are revolutionaries. <laughs> you gotta so teach the kids about science, Yeah, though. that's right, yeah, yeah. Pretty revolutionary. Yeah. yeah. I wonder who they voted for. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but the one thing I thought interesting when I was listening to the interview, they're talking about their tour, and this was a couple of years ago. I think the interview happened, but they they apparently um were doing like a bunch of different shows every night in the sense that it wasn't just like here's a tour we play the same set every night. It was like this afternoon's a children's show. In the evening, we're doing our album from like 1990, whatever, straight through, start to finish. Right. Next show is going to be all new songs. Like they have like and they have stage stuff going on too, especially for the kids things. So it's like really elaborate. So they play three shows in the same city. Yeah, they, they were doing in this one thing. They were doing uh-huh. an afternoon show and two night shows. And the one night show was doing the whole um, Lincoln album, which is really good. I have that. I have that album. And uh, they're doing a start to finish because it was the anniversary of it. Or and something. Lincoln was a Republican. He was, which is weird to think about now. <laughs> right. It meant, the whole slavery it meant, thing. It, Right, <laughs> you know? it meant different stuff, I guess. Yeah, I think so. That's cool that they can do that, though. That they can have the three different shows, like yeah, mm-hmm. I like yeah. That. And I mean, the whole tour is like that. So they're, I mean, it's not, that's it, enough. They're just like a money-making machine, eh? Yeah. And they're, you know, they're gonna be fifty, like yeah. by now. Like they're, you know, they're not young. They're and, college graduates. Yeah. Well, one guy isn't. One guy's dropout. No, really. They, 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 that's what the interviewer and the thing I heard. He's like, oh yeah, you, you, what school did you, you know? And he's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, they're really, they're really good band. Like I, I'm. I don't know why I never got into the cult thing around them. I mean, I like them. I always have, but I don't know. I think it's because they, I kind of almost think of them as a novelty act a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they have so many goofy songs like this. And I mean, like they did stuff for uh, Tiny Toons. You know the cartoon? Yeah, Back when yeah, we were kids? Right, right. I mean, uh, Particle Man was in that. Um, Istanbul, not Constantinople was in right. that. They did a bunch of stuff. So, I mean, that's kind of how, you know, when I was a little kid, I was like 10 or 11 when I first heard them. Yeah. Probably through something like that. And so... Yeah, I, I remember hearing them a lot when I was a kid because my older sisters were into them. Yeah. But I never, I never really, I, I liked them too, but I, I never really got into them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I liked them. I would really recommend the album Flood if you, or if either of you ever I'll feel take, like uh, take note. Yeah. Check it; it's really good. Sure, yeah. So yeah, that's obviously science related. Okay, well, uh, let's move on. John, you're next. Oh right? boy, yeah. Here's one where. Uh... <laughs> that's not a good intro. Oh boy, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Well, 
Theme wise, like. I'm ruin the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> so soon. Yeah. Uh, theme wise, as I mentioned, like the first couple things that came to mind were, were by people who I've already played, so I wanted right. to branch out. That's good, yeah. And uh, yeah, I had I have a, had a kind of running list of stuff that I was going to play. And this song wasn't on it, but I was listening to this album yesterday. Okay. And thought I would try to just squeeze it in anyway. Uh, it's by Blitzentrapper. Okay. I don't know if you guys have heard them before. I know the name. I don't know anything about I've, them. I've never heard of them. Yeah, so I've, I only have one album of theirs. Like a friend it's introduced like current. me they're, to. They're around now, though, right? They're yeah, they, yeah, now. it's current. Yeah. Uh, and I like it because there are some sort of very catchy, nice tunes on it. There are a couple that are pretty like grindy and would catch you off guard. I think. Right. Where, are they, where are they from? I don't know anything about them. We'll have to get. Do you get know what? To, we'll I, because get I haven't heard that them. This is what. Song. Uh, this is could be completely wrong, but because I haven't heard them, I've heard the name and the type of publications I've seen the name in. I associate them with, and this could be totally, totally wrong, a bunch of guys who, like, are out in the woods with scarves taking pictures of themselves, you know? <laughs> Is that what it sounds like? Like Some of it. Yeah? Do you know what I mean? Like like hipsters who are really into Thoreau or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're, they're... <laughs> like, do they have beards? I, I don't know anything about them, actually. We'll have to find out. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what is that band that what is that band I'm that, sorry I, 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 what is that what is that uh, bearded woodsman band that just won the Grammy uh, woodsman band, which one, I don't know do you want a Grammy Grammys already happened I don't know last year I guess is it the one where oh I don't know I don't know was it, were it the guys that played uh, with Dylan or something at the awards show? Is that the oh, same maybe. thing? Who's that? Oh, I've, yeah. I heard an interview with them recently and they were talking about that. So yeah, I, I, think I think that think, might be I the same thing. So. What's their fucking name? I don't know. Who cares? Who but cares? yeah, I, I think it's these guys sound to me like one of those pitchfork type bands, which, like. Right. Yeah, well. But I will listen to them. I, they have I some really catchy stuff. They have some stuff that. I, I like most of this album. Uh, so we're going to listen to song called, I think it's Sci Fi Kid. Okay. That and good. Uh, so here we go Blitz and Trapper, Sci Fi Kid.
All right, that was uh, Blitz and Trapper with uh, Sci-Fi Kid. Yeah. Off, I think, their Blitz and Trapper first album. I don't know, you tell me. Uh, <laughs> no, that was off of Wild Mountain Nation. All right, what year, so that was what year? I don't know. Wild Mountain Wild Nation. Wild Mountain Nation 2007. Yeah, so over the break we were uh, uh, doing a little internet-ing about uh, Blitz and Trapper, and it turns out they are pretty much what Sam <laughs> described them yeah, as. Yeah, they're from Portland. Uh, they're signed to Sub Pop, and they're described as an experimental country folk band. They probably have beards. Probably have beards and, like, they go around in the snow, but not, like, real cold snow, like, you know, American snow. <laughs> and they sit there and they're like, look at us, we're tough, we're out in the snow without hats on, but, you know. <laughs> Do they have beards? Oh, probably. I just don't pay the pictures too far away here. Okay. Uh, I think it's safe to assume they have beards. Yeah. Or are not, they're not clean-shaven. They're not clean-shaven. They probably have long hair. And they have plaid shirts. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Well, they're, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they might, you know, they may as well be from BC. Yeah, um, but... But not, though, like, the fake BC. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the fake BC. <laughs> the fake BC. Yeah, so I, uh, I haven't heard any of their other albums. I like this one. It's they kinda, have a lot, it says here, apparently. It's, it's catchy, it's got some toe tappers. They have, uh, let's see here. Sounds uh, like the kind of music you're into, John. Six, kind of reminds me of Ween a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. They have six studio albums and two EPs. So they've got a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And their albums are... Pretty similar titles to what I was expecting to um, Wild Mountain Nation, American Goldwing. One of them's called Fur. You know, I wonder what I wonder like what why they came up with these names for their American Goldwing. American Goldwing. I don't know. Maybe it was, yeah. I think there's a Wild Mountain Nation song on this particular album. Probably, yeah. So maybe there's a Fur song. Maybe it's a title. Yeah. I, I mean, it was definitely catchy. I see what you were saying about you know like the Tokyo and stuff like. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the, the I mean the title obviously. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There, was, I was there anything in the lyrics that like? Uh... No, I mean it's about a sci-fi kid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's weird that like um, sub pop is this now. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like who? Who's another contemporary sub pop that would fit this? Well, not this. Not that it's like countryish or folkish or anything. But like sub pop is really. I mean, I guess they always have been like what's going on. Sub Somewhere, yeah. But like, I always think I was associated with grunge, right? Because I mean, that's what all the stuff I originally got on Sub Pop was, and it's not, it's not, it's not bad. Yeah, but this is kind of what grunge has become. I know that's what, that's what I'm saying. Thinking, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, I mean, I have some stuff on Sub Pop, like currently, like the Dumb Dumb, Dumb Girls. Mm-hmm. On, I really on like that stuff. That oh, there, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The thing, I, a lot of things, a lot of things bother me with that guy. But um, hold, I just want to say, Sub Pop does a lot of comedy records now. Yeah, they do. That's true. David Cross does some stuff on Sub Pop, and like, like yeah, like a bunch of other guys. I can't think of right now, but yeah. Yeah. It's cool that it's still around. I mean, because, you know, it's, yeah. you know I, I don't have. I'm, I'm not doing me to disrespect Sub Pop by, like, laughing that these guys are on Sub Pop, but it's just, <laughs> just so seems, obvious. It seems appropriate. Yeah, it seems like the appropriate label. Um, one thing I wanted to say, and hopefully you guys are okay with talking about this right now, is that um, this is some kind of, like, obviously trendy indie rock thing that I'm totally out of, over my head and I'm not in the loop with. And there's this thing going around the internet called the 100 uh, Essential. Albums are so influential albums, yeah. And people are doing it on Facebook, and I keep seeing it pop up. And like, they, they click on this thing and does a quiz: how many of these albums do you own? And uh, then it'll post your results for you. And like, I see most people I see are getting like really, really low results. Like, I have 17 of them, or I have 20 of them, or something. And then they're all bummed out that, oh, I guess the record collection is not so great because I don't have many of these influential albums. So I, I looked at the list, like separate of the Facebook thing. I just looked it up, and it's all well, not all, but it's primarily music by white people either from the US with a couple Canadians in there or Europe and um, it's really really heavy on like classic rock but not the exact necessarily the obvious classic rock albums it's like 
this is some band that everyone likes, but oh, here's a deep album. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, you have to be a really good fan to have that in your collection. And right. then, like, newer, almost more indie rock kind of stuff. And it seems to me like it's really lacking a lot of things. And I, I, it's unfortunate that people are feeling their record collections are, are like, deficient because they, they don't fit this list. Because, I mean, there's one rap album in the whole thing. Which is what? Uh, Nation of Millions. I mean, Public Enemy should be on the list for sure, right? Yeah. But one out, al- a whole genre, one album. There's no way, like yeah. that's that's not right. No reggae. I understand reggae is not as popular, you know, everywhere as as I, I like to think it is. But, but I mean, you can't you can't deny it. You like, can't but not put Bob Marley on a bunch of albums, <laughs> right? You can't, you can't, yeah. I mean, but look how look how influenced like like was there any like what what did they have for like punk like they had, the think, cl- they had London Calling they had the first Ramones album and think about how influenced the Clash was by reggae and they had and by, London, yeah it's, and they had um, the Sex Pistols right. But I don't think it's. I mean, and the Sex Pistols too, like, for sure, right? So London Calling has like ska on it. And like I influential guess, to who too? Like that's the thing. There's so many different streams of music. Like, what if you just like electronic music? I know. There I know. Was, and like, there's nothing. You're gonna have nothing on the list. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that bugged me too is even stuff that is not. I mean, saying it's for white people. I mean, that's kind of generalizing, I guess. But like. Even country, which is a huge genre of music influential to tons of different... I mean, this thing right here, these guys we just heard are, are like a country-influenced band, right? Just said on the thing. Um, and Johnny Cash, one album, and it's one of his later Rick Rubin albums. Yeah, how influential is that to, like, what's... So, no Hank Williams, right? I mean, that, of anybody, you gotta have... No Dolly Parton, no Patsy Cline, no... Uh, you were saying no Woody Guthrie? No Woody Guthrie for folk, we have Bob Dylan and Joni Mitchell. But how, how do you have Bob Dylan with no Woody Guthrie? Yeah. yeah. On a list of instruments, like, jazz, all they have with Dave Brubeck. That's ridiculous. There's no. That's no, pretty terrible. I mean, that's, that makes no sense. Like, these who's, who's, who's who's list is this? I haven't seen the list. Know. I don't know. I've just seen it going around Facebook. So maybe it's just some random like person, you know, couple. But it's people like that put virally it spreading now, and it's annoying because yeah. these people are thinking they have a shitty record collection when they probably have a really diverse one, and that's what's yeah. happening. Or they should, well, they should probably know better. Like, who, I just who decides? <laughs> if, you know, like, if they have a record. Collection. I mean, they have some interesting stuff on there. Like, you're gonna come and check on my like on my record collection and tell me I don't have the hundred most essential. That's what they're doing essentially. Off. But like there's, there's interesting stuff on there, like Cans on there, and like a couple yeah, other which, bands like which, that, which are like, um, which I don't, can't remember. Yeah. But there's like a few things that's like, oh, that's Wires on there and stuff, you know, yeah. like, but it's not, um, I mean, like Black Flag's not on there, Bad yeah. Brain's not on there. Uh, I know that's my own bias too, but I mean, that stuff is influential. Uh, Nevermind is the only grunge album on there. Yeah. And like, I don't I mean, I don't know. I, 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 and it, the, the thing is too, like, if you... It's even even almost makes more sense to say these are the the hundred best records than the most influential because like how do you decide what's what's been when you're talking influential then you, yeah you've got to see yeah totally well, it's missing some references for who they do know, have fun on Woody Guthrie would have to be on there yeah they have exactly. the Stooges on there which was cool but yeah. I mean that's almost like an obvious thing right you're gonna put the Stooges on there no matter what like yeah but I mean I don't know it just seems really. If it wasn't spreading so much, I wouldn't be so offended by it. If it was just some guy saying, "This is my list of most influential albums," but I see so many people posting it, it and like, yeah, it just everyone happens. has low numbers because a lot. Well, of that's, that's the thing that bugs me the most about it is that it's comparing. It's kind of like judging you. It's like, what's yeah. your score out of a hundred? That's what it's, it's like, doing. That's what's annoying yeah. about it. Yeah. Like even if it was just a list, and it was like, I, I, I hate those lists anyway, so I never read them. Yeah. Because they just get more angry. I actually like them because they make me angry. I like, I just feel <laughs> like what someone else's opinion. You is just want to feel something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're wrong. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that it has to post your score, like, hmm. for all of your Facebook friends to see. And, they, and then that's what happens, right? Then everyone says, oh, I want to do this list. I bet my score is better. And then how? And when the people who are getting, like, high scores, like, what is what is owning an album constitute? Like, downloading it from the internet and having it on your iPod? like Or going on the list, reading all the albums, downloading them all, and getting 100% <laughs> of the quiz? Yeah, or, or just going to Pitchfork Media's, like, yeah. albums and downloading yeah. them all? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's lame. I don't know. Fuck that so, list. Anyway, I just wanted to... Does uh, does Rolling Stone have uh, one of these 100 influential lists? Rolling Stone's had 100, uh, 500 best. best songs, and they've had 100 best albums and all this stuff. And while I don't necessarily agree with them, they at least, like... There's some justification. They, they, they have yeah. justification for each one. They have even a paragraph of just, like, why this is good. And for the ones that are in the top 10, they have big essays by other musicians talking about why. And that's cool. That's good, yeah. I don't agree always, but it's like, you know... If... And coming from Rolling Stone, it's like they already have, like, a standard they're following, because it's yeah. Rolling Stone magazine, so you kind of know what to expect. Yeah. Whereas, like, a random thing on the internet that has no, like, context. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really hard to... I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird that people just take it as being like, this is some guy made this list, and then, oh, now it's definitive. I'm going to post it on the internet and yeah. talk about how I don't fit the, you know. Yeah. I only have 20. Uh, yeah, but that's what most people are getting, like 20. You know, and people, these are, some people are people who have really good record collections that I know that have a lot of interesting stuff. Like this, I mean, the most kind of, the way you can tell right away that it sucks is that, like, I mean, as far as soul music or R&B or funk, any of that, all they have is one Marvin Gaye album and one Stevie Wonder album. There's no James Brown. Which, Which is, is like absurd. absurd. Yeah. <laughs> there's no Aretha Franklin. That delegitimizes no, it. You know, there's yeah. a couple that There's no Temptations. There's no Smokey Robinson. There's nothing from Stax. There's, the only Motown <laughs> is the Marvin Gaye record. And then Stevie Wonders too. But they're like, you know, it's like you have to put that in there, right? Yeah. But there's no um, no Sam Cooke. And I mean, half of these guys who came after wouldn't even be existed if Sam Cooke hadn't, you know. There's no Ray Charles, which is like a personal well, okay. insult. Okay, well, it's, it's, <laughs> easy, it's easy to come up with stuff that's not on there that should be. But what's on there that shouldn't be? Well, well Oasis. Yeah, that's the one that comes to mind. I don't have to listen in front of me right I now. Hate, no. I hate Oasis, but <laughs> yeah. did, who likes Oasis? Well, lots of people do. They were like a huge band. Yeah. Still, yeah, I guess. I don't know if like there's still Wonderwall singalongs. Oh, probably. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot. Goo Goo Dolls really liked Oasis. <laughs> right. Another thing too, like okay, uh, for even for like metal, right? I mean, there's they have ACDC, fine. Right? Yeah. Black and Black and Black. It's cool. I get it. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan or anything, but I get it. Why would be there? No Black Sabbath. Right. How is that even humanly possible? Is there like Motorhead? No. There's no Metallica. I don't like Metallica. I can't, I'm not a fan at all. But Metallica's influenced tons of people. Yeah. They're not on there. Like, yeah. What the hell, you know? And then, yeah, so it's it's just wrong. It's all kinds of wrong. All right. So, yeah, we have to play another song. That's wrong. Part. Let's move on. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to play a song. Which song should I play? I don't know. You tell me. I'm going to play, let's play um, um, Pocket Calculator by Kraftwerk. Okay. Off their 1981 album, uh, Computer World. This is, um, it's interesting how, how often Kraftwerk gets mentioned. I know I've said that before, but it's yeah. cool. They just keep, it's, it's... Where's Kraftwerk on the list? I'm, I'll look it up while we're listening to the song and see if okay. it's, Probably not, though. I bet they're not. I'm guessing no. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, I have some stuff to say, but I'll wait till after. So cool. let's, uh, yeah, uh, Pocket Calculator by Kraftwerk. All right. Thank you. 
posing. I'm the operator with my pocket calculator. I'm the operator with my pocket calculator. Yeah, so that was uh, Pocky Calculator by Kraftwerk. Yeah. Um, Sounded very scientific. Yeah, you know, you got to use a calculator to do yeah. science. And science is 
virtually impossible without a calculator. Well, someone did. <laughs> Statement um, of fact. No, no, but the guy who invented the calculator didn't invent no, a calculator. He had, but he had like <laughs> pri- he had primitive versions of the calculator. Right. Okay. That's true. He had a uh, what? Abacus. Abacus. Yeah. Wheels, yeah. Um, I find it interesting that Craftwork uh, refuses to call themselves musicians. They call themselves uh, music workers. Yeah. And. Uh, I was I've been cool. reading I've been reading about it and it like it goes back to from what I understand like I might be completely off but from what I understand it goes back to like dataism and like and then all like these art movements in the 20th century that were influenced by dataism like uh, like letterism and um, uh, situationists and like neoism and they the whole idea is like they're they're all I don't know what the data is but certainly like the later ones are, are all like Marxists okay so they all like think that what art is is just like a bourgeois like construction and like how art can only be in galleries and like an artist is this person who just has like this insatiable need to create they kind of wanted to like take that apart and be like everyone should be making art like it shouldn't be such a special thing that's what i think yeah i I totally agree yeah so there's so there's all these there's all these like artists who who stopped calling themselves artists and they were just calling themselves workers and they did and Hmm. they did work and like it got to a point where even like um, there's this neoism uh, thing where they they someone invented this name Monty Canson, okay. and it was like this supposed to be this pop star, but anyone who wanted to use the name could oh, that's use awesome. it. Hmm. That's like uh, that thing we we're talking about the other episode with the um, Alan Smithy films. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this is like whereas is Alan like... Smithy is like you do it because you're not proud of the yeah. Like, this is just because they they want to take away the idea of the pop star of someone who's better than everyone else. Right. <coughs> it's kind yeah. of a cool idea. I like that. D- did you yeah. find anything then that was that was released or created in that vein, like with that? Yeah, I, I um, there's some there's a Californian musician. I can't think of his name. I haven't heard any of the music. I actually tried to download um, a mixtape that's all this music put oh, yeah. out under this name, but um, it was hard. I found it, but I, it didn't download. There weren't any seeds or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you didn't go to the store and buy it with real money. No. No. I don't think that's possible in this case, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I didn't travel back in time to 1979. By the LP. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess that's all I wanted to say um, about that. Well, we were talking about that list earlier. Um, <laughs> the, for the back list, to the list. Yeah, for, no, the, no, no, for I, the listeners, this, this the room was full of rage throughout that this, whole This is, this is relevant, though, track. because Kraftwerk is on the list. And the album Computer World. Right. That's, which is that's this what we right? yeah. So, yeah. This is That's on the list. So they, they count that as one of the 100 essential albums. So yeah, we've been... Wondering we what's on the list, the list that shouldn't and be, and there's some stuff that like I mean maybe this is just my own ignorance, but I don't even know what it is. Like the one of the albums here is uh, I Am Clute, is the name <laughs> of the band, and like uh, you guys heard of that? No, no. no. So that's on there. Maybe, but maybe it's really good. It could be. Maybe it's really influential to something, right? Maybe right. It, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll hear it and be like, oh, I get it. This I get is it. where so they, they got idiots. that shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but then there's stuff like uh, you know um, Oasis and Blur and. Uh, it's, this guy must be British, the guy who came up with the I list. I think so. There's lots of English stuff on the list. But, um, I don't know. I mean, it's like we were saying before, right? Um, it's obviously just one guy's opinion. I mean, it's hard to say how influential Oasis is, because I don't listen... I never listen to Oasis. No, I don't not. listen to bands that sound like Oasis. Like, are there bands that sound like Oasis? Oh, I'm sure there are. Or followed... Like from that, I guess, because yeah, but this, Oasis is still like a clearly Brit influenced by the Beatles. Scene. It's just not, yeah. the, it's not the same kind of acoustic guitar. Well, wasn't Oasis thing. blatantly Beatlesy? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, why not just skip Oasis and just throw <laughs> Beatles the... on? Their Beatles are on here, of course. Obviously, but yeah. like, just one album. But I mean, uh, 
Like, is that like they don't have more than one album? No, by anybody. By anybody. Which that's, I mean, that's okay. It's okay, but it's hard to pick one sometimes. But that's. But like, how, like Oasis? How do they? What's the point of putting them in there if if they're? I mean, I mean, blatantly, blatantly ripping off the Beatles. Yeah. And like, so just keep the spot open for someone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's more like Wu Tang on there or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, give somebody who's something different. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like a wasted vote on the list almost to put that in there. I think. Yeah. So I think. Well, I think a lot of the trouble is coming from the word influential. Because there are no, well, I mean, really recent bands on there that yeah. haven't even had a, an opportunity. Like they're influencing, yeah, who are they influencing? Like ticket sales. Like what are they? They're yeah, not influencing block party. Like, party. Like, I, party. I like yeah. Block Party. I think they're a good band. I'm but not like, too familiar. I mean, I've heard a couple songs about it, but, but influential. Yeah. Like, who are they influencing? Well, like the problem twelve year old garage band. Yeah, maybe. Like, the problem isn't even the term influential. It's the fact that it's getting spread around virally is the problem. But that's the way these things go. Yeah, but if this was just some guy's list on his own website saying these are my favorite, what I think are the most influential albums for me fine but the fact that it's being passed around as a thing and there's no qualifier as to what 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 the context is of this list yeah. Like, yeah so that's my problem with it and i mean there's stuff on here that i completely and utterly disagree with like uh jeff buckley does not need to be on I, i've probably complained about it before uh, i don't know if i have but i do it a lot <laughs> but i just hate i cannot stand jeff buckley I'm surprised I he that, comes up so often well he does because you know that song uh hallelujah leonard cohen song right yeah yep. back when the olympics happened um somebody did a really good job of it i think it was katie lang at the Olympics, yep. the Vancouver Olympics, yep. and so it was talked about a lot because the song kept coming up in every different context. You watch like any one of those singing shows on TV, someone's doing it. All these covers. I, I prefer the Leonard Cohen version. Is it actually. one of the most so, covered songs? It is one of the most covered songs. Yeah. But it started happening a lot, a lot, a lot around the same time, and so people kept talking about, "Oh man, the most beautiful version is the Jeff Buckley version," and it pisses me off because the only reason the Jeff Buckley version is even known is because he died shortly after he made it. Or I think it even came out after he died, and because he like walked into a shallow lake and drowned himself. So, like, I mean, I don't think we should be giving this guy credit for covering a song that was already good, and like just kind of making it sappier, and then dying, and therefore he's like it's a hit. I mean that, you know. Yeah. It, it's. <laughs> it makes me makes me angry because yeah. I don't I don't the guy has like a very very tiny tiny discography because he died, died. super young. And, like, he's treated as, like, this, you know, genius. And it, uh, you well, know, the, I've, heard, I've heard his stuff. He can sing, I guess. But it's super, super, like, emoting. And, oh, uh, the reason I like Leonard Cohen's version of the song and Leonard Cohen's version of anything is because of how flat it is and how there's so much emotion despite not going over top. Mm. Like, he doesn't, you know, there's no, like, Mariah carrying with the vocals. <laughs> but yeah, it's it still delivers. And this guy just does the complete opposite thing with it and sucks all the life out of it by making it all, like, Ooh! So, I don't know. He's among the list, and his dad's on there who also died. In a lake? Young. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> in a stream. For <laughs> some genetic for a bath. In a there. dried up stream. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking about yeah, this. Yeah, well, you're, you're up next, so I'm let's, up next. let's okay, um, go to other music that we Oh, like. yeah, 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 okay. Uh, somebody else is on the list who I'm going to play, but they only put one album of his on the list. is Neil Young, and they only put After the Gold Rush, which, you know, it's a great album, but yep. it's not. I mean, it's arguable whether that would should belong, but the list is stupid and horrible anyway, so forget it. Um, but I'm going to play a song off Trans, which is a very maligned, like people don't like it, yeah. and I don't know why. It's kind of came out in that period when he was on um, Geffen, and he was deliberately doing non-representative albums to get out of his contract. Like they were expecting, they signed him expecting like a whole, like 15 harvests over again, and he didn't want to do that, so he did all these, you know, he did a Rockabilly album, he did a blues album, he did like a, whatever. So this is his electronic album that came out in 1982. And the whole thing is very, very sciencey in the sense that it's like lots of vocoders and stuff, like you know, like almost like early uh, auto tune, I guess. And uh, this, I'm gonna play a song called "Sample and Hold." And the whole album was kind of written. Uh, his couple sons was cerebral palsy, and one of them is the younger one was like 
pretty young at this point, like a new baby or something. And he, had, he kind of took a break off from music because he had to do like all these programs with the kid. And as he was getting older and stuff, like learning to talk and everything through computers because he couldn't talk. And so apparently he, the reason this album is so um, kind of almost monotone sounding is because all through it, all day he's dealing with these computer things and stuff, trying to get his, communicate with his kid. So there's a couple songs in this album that have the same music but different lyrics. Hmm. They just reused it. So this one is, is very, very computery. And uh, I couldn't decide which song to pick off here because there's a lot of really good ones, but sample and hold. Cool. Neil Young from Trance.
Sample and Hold by Neil Young off Trans, and uh, we were saying while we were listening to it that, um, as far as I know, it's, it was never released on CD. I mean, I think it was a huge bomb when it came out, and it definitely wasn't... Um, I think for your typical Neil, Neil Young fan, that wouldn't have maybe gone over No, us. and the thing that's funny about it is the first song, and the that was the second track, the first track is, um, what's it called? it's called The Little Thing Called Love, and it's the typical kind of folk country Neil Young sort of thing. So if you're listening to this, I mean, it's a weird album cover, but whatever, Neil Young, you know, you put it on, and it's like, oh, okay, I can... I can get with this, and then that happens, and then everything from that point on. Except for I think the uh, "Like an Inca" is the end song. It's also very so bookended with yeah, folk. But like this is what he sounds like, you know. But I like it. It's really cool. Um, I kind of like how he was. Uh, I mean, it's pretty experimental, you know. I mean, I know he did a lot of stuff, but even it's pretty outside of what you know he's doing like blues records. Okay, this fairly close to what he was already doing anyway. Like so, it's cool. It's a cool album. I don't think it deserves the critical hate that it gets. Like. I think maybe like um, people are getting more into it now because because I because when you said you were gonna play that song I, I, I listened to it on YouTube and yeah. all the comments were like this is great yeah and like people are saying like only Neil is like is like has the balls to do this yeah and stuff like that you know but at the time obviously it didn't yeah it didn't I could still so, yeah that's pretty understandable the time has been like kinder I, to I've it I've had than this album was. for fifteen years and I always liked it like you know I, from the beginning but I mean I didn't know anyone else who had it. Like, a lot of people I know have Neil Young stuff, and I would be like, oh, do you have this? And they'd be like, no, what is it? And so, but I, it seems like, I guess, maybe now that people are more into vinyl and stuff, people are finding it more, because I'm sure there's tons of copies floating around out there that yeah. people have discarded, right? So, it's got, I mean, it's, I think it's worth listening to. It's a good album. Um, kind of wanted to mention that thing that I saw in the current issue of Rolling Stone, because um, it's kind of ties into everything we're talking about. But there's that quote from Neil Young, I think I showed it to you. Yeah. Um, it was the, the, at the end of the back of each issue, they kind of highlight a previous issue. So it was like 93, Neil Young's on the cover. And he had this comment about how rap, how he likes rap, he loves rap because it's the future. And this is like, this is the shit the music's gonna, gonna keep music being good or mm -hmm. whatever. I forget the actual quote, but I thought that was cool. And that kind of is the same with this, right? It's like very forward thinking, always kind of like trying to remain interested at least in what's going on. And I mean, at that point, 93, he's already like got his whole Godfather grunge thing and people were, you know, he, he'd been a famous for 40 years or 30 years already. Like, yeah. there's no reason for him to need to keep up on what's new, but it's cool that he was. Yeah. 
And I mean, that goes with that album he did with Pearl Jam, too. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he's always... Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, doesn't always work, but yeah, I respect it for sure. Yeah. I wonder if he has any, like, rap songs he recorded that hasn't <laughs> been released. I don't know. That would be really weird. Maybe Neil Young can rap. <laughs> well, I mean, he probably can. He could try, at least. I mean, I don't know if good, but... It would be pretty funny. Yeah. Indeed, he should have done an album. He should have done an album cover, yeah. Maybe they did. Who knows? Yeah. It's all those archives, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. But... I don't know. I, I'd like to see it come. This album come back out, and I think maybe I, I can see it happening. Because the I mean, the record labels don't make any money off anything anymore. So <laughs> it's weird, though. It's definitely a weird album, but mm-hmm. I do like it, and I think it's uh, yeah. I don't, that's, that's all I'm gonna say about it. I, I, the, the science thing is, you know, obviously the whole album is very, very technical. Yeah, I think that the, the actual content of the song doesn't really have anything to do with science, though, eh? Uh, well, it's like the lyric, the chorus is uh, well, something sample and hold. And the chorus is, I need a unit to, to sample and hold. I'm not even sure what he's talking about there, really. But, I mean, I think it has something to do with the pro- computer programs and stuff that he was dealing with, with his son, like, trying to communicate right. with him. So that's, I mean, and uh, there's, there's, like, references to things energizing and stuff in the song and everything. So, and, like, there's the robot voice at the beginning. It's, like, uh, sample and hold, hair blonde, eyes blue, weight 110, disposition, even. You know, it's, like, reading, like, right. so Stats, yeah. It's kind yeah. of like a science-y fiction. science fiction kind of thing, yeah. And, I mean, the album cover, too, is kind of science fiction-y. I'm yeah. not sure what he's even trying to get across there. It's like a 50s type car on one side with trees. And then, and then DeLorean. It's like yeah, two, the, like the DeLorean two and hitchhikers. Like spaceships and stuff, yeah. yeah. Hitchhiking so, to the future. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it because they're going into the past. Yeah. And, and they're going, going into the future. future. Yeah. Which Holy. is pretty, turned out to be pretty accurate, really. I mean, wow. Cool cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And I'm not sure what's going on with this. This is just weird. The liner art. It's like him in the reflection of a guitar upside down. With, with a, a mic. With a Garth Brooks mic on his head, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Oh, Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a. I, yeah, I could have played any cool. song off here, yeah. but I wanted to do this one because it's probably my favorite on the album. So. Cool. Yeah. Nice. You know, sample hold. All right. Um. Next, I'm gonna play a song by Crystal Castles. Okay. Um. Oh shit! I forgot what it's called. I think it's a uh, magic spell. Um, so what's you gotta do science. Uh, the there's like almost no lyrics and, I, the so two the two science. lines of of of. You could have said alchemy, John. Just say alchemy. <laughs> Here's some alchemy by Crystal Castles. When you get really scientific, songs don't have lyrics. Scientific. (laughs) They're just numbers. Yeah.
placenta. That was uh, Crystal Castles, Magic Spells. I like how he doesn't even address that. <laughs> uh, Rob's got Tourette's. Like, he's a little self-conscious. Uh, yeah, so the only lyrics are, Don't worry, dear Pamela. I didn't even hear any lyrics. They're pretty, yeah, what well, we were talking about. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry, dear Pamela. I'll do my scientific best to command your fleet. Dude, that works, yeah. I can see yeah. That. Uh, yeah, what were we talking about that whole time? Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> totally related. Yeah, yeah. Cough syrup, cough syrup his, prediction, his, yeah. his diabetes. You're diabetic? Well, he, I'm it's sure he will get diabetes <laughs> yeah. from all the coke and cough syrup and Coca-Cola and yeah, and cotton candy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that album a lot, that Crystal Castles album. I think I remember a few years ago when that album came out, like 2009 or something. Yeah. And uh, Enemy, which is like, I th- the, if I think reading Enemy makes me more mad than anything else in the world. Um, you read it online, I guess, right? I, well, I try to avoid it, but sometimes I'll click on an article or whatever. Yeah. And Enemy uh, had the girl from from Crystal Castles. What's her name again? I don't know. Um, fucking something glass, is it? Or yeah. I don't know. Some I don't really know a lot about them, honestly. They, they actually have an interesting it, yeah. story. Because, like, do you want to? No, you can tell. I don't know. What she, like, um, she, the girl, was in, like, she was, like, 15, and she was in a hardcore band. I think you told me about this, but go on. Yeah, and the, and the guy who makes the music, I don't know his name either. <laughs> but um, he, uh, he saw her perform with her band, and he was like, you should come over to my house and record some stuff. And so he got her to record some stuff, and apparently he would, like, even record her in between takes and just, okay. like, just practicing or warming up or just right. doing whatever. And he took that and he cut it up and made these songs. And then he was just releasing them as like a seven-inch series, and and it got to the point where they got signed. They were, you know, and so he hadn't spoken to her like in like I think it was a couple of years. Oh, really? And, so and she, he had, didn't know he had, that, she had no idea that she had no idea that these songs were being made or anything. It's, this this is what I remember from the story. I might be wrong, but so from what I from what I remember, he had to go find her and be like, "Hey, we got <laughs> signed. Something's <laughs> going here." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's and, cool. Yeah, and uh, but anyways, for enemy like named her one of the the coolest people in rock for 2009 or something. <laughs> really? Okay. What's something, rock some, about that? Well, in music, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, who cares? Okay. And, like, actually, when she actually sings on this on the songs yeah. are the songs I don't like. I yeah. like right. the, just the instrumental ones. Or, when, or if she's, like... I like when he takes her voice and manipulates yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, when she's just singing, like, she's got this, like... Pretty aggravating what's it's so um like what's a good word for it like, I, yeah. it's, it's like emo-y like angsty you know oh, yeah. it's like eh, eh. <laughs> yeah 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 and you're just like, okay. so yeah so she doesn't deserve the yeah she just annoys me but i really i really like that album. yeah La- actually last night i was um flipping through my my camera i saw them in on halloween oh yeah and uh garrick? yeah Who they? they're at the garrick oh did you they're... see health no Health, health had canceled oh. the rest of their tour, like, I'm glad one or two shows. I'm glad they didn't spend shows. a bunch of money. I mean, I, that, I mean, these guys maybe are good live, I don't know, but... I was pretty disappointed. I really wanted to great. see health, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I was just actually last night flipping through my camera and saw a video of the show, and it was like having a seizure being there. The, the oh, lighting wow. was just insane. Well, and you can't, like you can't hear anything from, that I recorded because it was so loud. It seems like just, the kind of music that would go yeah. well with a visual. So, so pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah. That's cool. Neat music, like, the, yeah. Energy is there for sure. I haven't heard their. Do they? They have like they two albums. They haven't. This one. Yeah. I, I kind of checked the last, like not the the second album out, and it's it's a lot different from what I remember. I wasn't so much into it. It's, it's kind of just the story. It, like it wouldn't have the same backstory, so maybe it's more of a collaborate, like well, direct collaboration. Yeah, and right, it, seems it might not to, be as good. I guess it seems to be going in more of a kind of 
like a traditional like dance music like it just kind of sounds like other stuff whereas i found this album had a really unique sound like how it was so like Mm. bit crunchy and like yeah bit crunchy yeah i like the bit crunchy i know you mean this somehow but that that it's a weird term (laughs) well it's it's like an old nintendo system yeah it's like being sampled yeah yeah you can some my friend ryan was telling me about how he knows people who who like mod Game Boys into music? I've seen people on YouTube doing that. Yeah, that's so cool. There's I wish a, I had one. There's a guy who um, I saw a video of a guy who had I don't know what systems. It wasn't a Game Boy. I think he had a bunch of them, and he made it into almost a keytar. Oh really? Yeah. With pedals, that's and would play electronic music. I saw I, a video I, of him like at this festival in Japan. People have <laughs> modded those Guitar Hero things. All right. So you can actually play it as an instrument. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Which is probably. But, but I'd the rather they do like, it on a Nintendo Glove or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, the cool thing about like the Game Boy though is it's like two bit. It's just like that sound is yeah, so it's just, very like, distinct too, right? Yeah, yeah. so it's like, and they distorted it to be distorted anyway. Probably there used to be there stuff. used to be guys in town who did those shows, um, and I, from what I understand, one of the guys moved to Toronto to get his master's degree so that they stopped happening. But I saw them at Nuit Blanche a couple years oh, ago, yeah. hmm. and it was really cool. Who's that? I don't know. They just do these chip tune nights. Chip tune, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I can't remember. Mr. Ghosty, I think, is one of the guys. Was that the guy who did the visual stuff? Oh, maybe he did the visual stuff. I remember yeah. reading something in Uptown or something about that, about that guy. Yeah. But I think he... Maybe I think I made one. it to one of their nights at Low Pub once, but I, I always wanted to go, but they were on like a Monday or something, and I just couldn't make it to oh, as yeah. many I wanted to. Maybe not a Monday, but I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Something happened. Yeah. What if this, like... Um, just because thinking about last week, uh, I know you weren't here, but we were talking to Greg, and we kind of went off on this tangent about defunct venues. Right. And I mean, since this is... I mean, yes, it's on the radio, but it's also a podcast that people can download anytime. And like, you know, there's us talking about the rendezvous and stuff and all these places don't exist. And you're just talking about the low pub right now. Like if someone finds this five years from now, which could completely happen, like, is that going to be like a super dated reference? Like it be like the low pub, how old are these guys? You know, like, is that, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a weird thing. I just thought, five years? I mean, yeah, a lot so. of the stuff we talk about here is not really time sensitive, right? Because it's like, this all the music's older or whatever. And we're playing things. We're not talking about current events exactly. So it's just like that. It's <clears> interesting. <throat> I don't know. Yeah. I don't There's no point. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about what the next sort of wave of interesting venues are going to be. I'm a little kind of excited, almost like it's too bad when some of these places close, but it well, leaves it leaves a window open for something more interesting to possibly. It happen. does. I I feel bad because I don't even know what the current ones are. Like I'm so out of the loop. Like I just uh, I don't go out much to shows. But the Windsor, the way yeah, the Windsor. I mean, I've been to the Windsor before, but yeah. not recently. But I mean, I know the Windsors now. Where John John was just at a cool venue. What, was it the Friday night? Yeah, although yeah, so it was more of like an acoustic show. Like it had. The acoustics of the room wouldn't allow for much, like if it was a full band or anything yeah. with serious amplification, it wouldn't, I don't think it would sound good. Right. Really nice. Where was it? This, um, this mansion on Nassau and, uh, I heard about Rosalind. Was it Matt Foster played it? Yeah. So yeah. It was, the room is called like, it's like a ballroom almost. And, cool. uh, yeah, I really cool venue for it? show. I don't know. I think it's the, um, like the person who owns the house kind of has, you know, say over what, whether it's opened up to something or not. Cool. So I don't, I don't know what else has been there. Cause um, I played at a house show on... Friday, not in that kind of opulence, but um, like, <laughs> I, I like house shows. I think I think they should happen more. No candelabras. It's cool because, like, I don't know. I mean, I, a lot of the time when she got a big show full of people, I get kind of uncomfortable. Mm. Like, not playing at it. I don't care about that. But like, sometimes I don't like going out to a show because it's like I don't know. Maybe this is some kind of weird recluse claustrophobia somewhere other. I do like the but, sort of apartment or house show. Yeah, I like it better atmosphere. when it's a group of people that you know everybody. Everyone's cool, calm. There's no like you know people are relaxed and comfortable. Rather than people sitting on couches and stuff, you know what I mean. Rather than uh... yeah, I was at, actually I was at a show on Friday and um, 
it's like I got shoved. That's what I mean. Like a bunch of times, yeah. and not not like not like shoved as in someone was trying to start a fight, but just like I jostled. I guess I was in someone's way, so they yeah. shoved me instead yeah. of like being a <laughs> okay. human and yeah. just being like, "Excuse me." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I mean, it's and weird. In the type of environment. If you're at a show like um, where people are kind of sitting down and stuff, I mean, I know it's not as good in terms of crowd reaction. Depends on what kind of music, of music you're doing. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It just seems more. It's more what I'd like to do now, you know? Yeah. Even if it's like a heavy band almost, I'd almost rather just like, you know, have a... Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm not... Everything should be like... Yeah, no, I know. Every <laughs> show should be like that uh, Rusty video. Yeah. Right? Yes. It should, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Okay, <laughs> is this the last song? Yeah, so you're going to have to do... We're going to play a song at the end of, the end of this, so go on and explain oh, okay. all your... Oh, you know, uh, I don't have much to say about this one. Um, <laughs> this one is... Uh, uh, Rhymes Like a Scientist by Third Sight. Uh, Third Sight is uh, an amazing rapper. Are they around? Oh, yeah. They they, okay. they just put out a record out last year. I, I, don't, I don't know anybody. Uh, it's um, it's uh, the uh, rapper whose name is... Uh, what's his fucking name? Yeah, I don't know. You introduced me to the, these guys. Jihad. I think one of his names is Jihad, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, DJ, the DJ is D Styles, okay. who is like, um, D Styles is one of the best turntablists in the world, like if not the best. Like Where it's, are these guys it's, from? Uh, they're from either Oakland or San Francisco. Um, so like D Styles, it's like him or Qbert are the best turntablists in the world. And D Styles put out this album in like 98, I think, which was all turntables called uh, Phantasmagoria, which is like the turntablist album like it's amazing and it was like a lot of cuber i think produced it so um, this group is just this but, guy and a rapper is that and and the guy who makes the beats okay um i'm just trying to look it up because I, I i think i know the names but i don't want to say them wrong and there's and, no room yeah. for correction after the yeah. track yeah. yeah um so what's about anyway let me talk about the song when well, well john's yeah so this song is like i mean he's just oh, all we, we should <laughs> he's got these he's got these really crazy He's got these really crazy, like, concept songs. Like, he raps about being a serial killer or being okay. a terrorist and, like... But it's all, like, metaphor for lyricalism, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> But it's... It's one of my... They're one of my favorite groups, and, um... And, um... Yeah, I know I've played for the... Uh, yeah, like, he's a really good rapper. I know I've played this for some people, and, like, playing a lot of these tracks for someone who doesn't listen to maybe much rap music or isn't yeah. ready for the content can get a holy shit what the hell is this oh, yeah uh, like why reaction. is he why is he saying he's gonna murder this me is, <laughs> oh really yeah he uses the term ultra violent a few times in his own yeah. his lyrics and that's quite well like ultra violent in, in like the clockwork orange sense yeah yeah, yeah. cause he's not he's not like uh, you know we might be painting a picture of him but he's not like he's, <laughs> he has he's, I don't think he's like a gangster or anything is he's, it like horror rap though or? Yeah, yeah yeah it's kinda like horrorcore horrorcore yeah so like Roughneck this. Jihad. Right, his, his rap name's Roughneck. The Roughneck Jihad. That's amazing. <laughs> Actually, I like that horror. Who's the guy? Who, who's the guy who makes the beats though? Uh. And. Um, Dufunk. Right, Dufunk. I um, I know this is kind of off topic, but just uh, I thought of it. Um, talking about horrorcore, I, I kind of discovered that there's like a subgenre of horror dancehall. Oh really? And it's like it's stuff I've heard isn't all that great but it's cool it's like this you know dancehall is pretty much like set in his ways a little bit like it's got you know there's kind of parameters of what you can and can't do and there's this one guy whose name completely escapes me but he the video he's like walking around um, in like 
like hideous like zombie face paint and the whole thing is dark and he's got all these guys behind him in costumes and stuff and it's like it's creepy video from what year now in the crowd oh okay and there's this other 16 year old kid from Barbados or something who's doing it and he's insane like all the songs are about like murdering people and eating their organs and stuff and it's just like it's so crazy but it's not I mean it's not popular it's funny that that's kind of the thing now like what's that uh, like um, wolf pack no, not Wolfgang. Yeah, 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 yeah they're yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. into that Lost stuff. Future, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, it's like it's it's now it's almost like it's it's young, super young guys doing it too, right? Yeah. It's like this is what the cool thing is now. Yeah. Because I, I don't think it's shocking anymore. Yeah. Like I think people recognize that like, you know, there's no. I mean, when gangster rap first came out, even people were horrified, like, oh, yeah. this is real. Like, <laughs> why are they talking about this? But now it's just obviously like a. It's, it's okay, like they're not going out and harvesting okay. organs. You yeah. can say something way worse than you could ever said in 1990. Now yeah. on a record, and, and it's people no one Because like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I guess they can like somehow they couldn't figure out the difference back then or something. Like I don't know what that's about. Like why? Why was there? I guess it just wasn't happening. So it was, it was shocking. It something happens for the first before. time. Yeah. It's right. Just people were still killing each other. Don't know how to deal been with it. Talk about it on record. And what well, had been though, but just it, not. it's funny because because like I think you tend to think that because you didn't hear that stuff in the music, or at least if if like the subversive content was in the music, it was a lot more uh, like it wasn't so straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like fuck the police. It was like kind of, but and so you kind of assume that maybe back then people weren't as crazy but then I like to hear read stories about people who were actually insane in the yeah. 50s yeah. and like well like Screaming Jay Hawkins right. right I mean he's coming out of coffins and singing songs about like you know devils and stuff and yeah. like the, you know playing R&B in the 50s like it's crazy right I just read I just read about this guy who was um he was an artist and he graduated from med school but he wasn't allowed to practice medicine because he was so crazy and he had this he had this theory that people um when people became erect like homo erectus yeah. or whatever they like uh they weren't getting enough blood and oxygen to their brain right so to remedy this he thought that if somehow the brain could expand it could accept more blood and oxygen so he s- drilled holes in his head trepending so, yes exactly trepanation yes the whole thing a lot of people did it oh yeah apparently this this guy yeah apparently this guy was the first guy to do it but yeah a lot of people did it. and he like he lived like the the rest of his life like yeah. he didn't die afterwards he like lived yeah it was like a, they thought it was like a pseudoscience right like you yeah, drill a hole in your head and it'll yeah and he described it as, and he, descri- <laughs> he described it as being on LSD all the time well yeah okay so I'm gonna he lived the rest of it <laughs> yeah so next podcast when I'm back we can try this on me we can yes. trepan you yes so. <laughs> no I remember reading about it and I was like this is insane this is an actual thing but it was like a real and this was happening in like what the 70s oh it was earlier than that it happened way earlier than that like I think it's a thing that's been Okay. This maybe this guy I read about like was influenced by people who done it before. Like a long, like centuries ago, people were doing this. Like, like how long no, ago? Like sixteen hundreds. Look it up, but I think so. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not. I didn't realize people were doing it as recently as the seventies. That's cool. Oh, trepanation is perhaps the oldest surgical there procedure go, yeah. for which there's archaeological evidence. Yeah. See. Hmm. Huh. It's a long time ago. It's a crazy thing to do. So it didn't well, quite take off. Yeah. No, but I be, probably still people oh, doing it. Look at, look at this picture of it. <laughs> not that we can. Is he getting trepanned? <laughs> He's getting trepanned. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. So, Hieronymus Bosch. Okay. Yeah, it's a practice of uh, making a hole in the skull to improve the brain pulsations. I like it. I'm into it. I like yeah. my skull the way. Well, it is. look how big the fucking hole is. Yeah, it's massive. Eh? It's oh like, wow, that was not what I was expecting. I thought it would be like little holes. Yeah. Although this is from that's the Iron like, Age. That's where you're taking like a big. That's like the hole on. Yeah, that's like a hole on putting green. Oh, look at these pictures. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. 
Um, okay. So I like I like reading about like crazy science that wasn't actually scientific. You know. Like, yeah. Like, uh, people trying things yeah. out. People, especially with brains, people are really into like, like making up ideas. Oh yeah, the brain yeah. is this, and it's like you don't know. You know, based on nothing, I've decided to <laughs> <laughs> do like experiments based on this now. A, a yeah. bush told me in a dream. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, so I guess play the song. Or yeah. Well, we're, yeah. Say? This is the last song. So uh, if you want to listen to the show on. Um, well, you can download this episode. Obviously, you already have listened to it. But it's uh, on whichpolice.blogspot.com. This is episode 10. We have nine other ones there that are waiting for your downloads. And you can also listen to it on 101.5 UMFM on Monday nights at 11 o'clock uh, Central Time. Or you can stream it off umfm.com if you're not in Manitoba. And, yeah, we'll be back next week with another one. And the song what's it called um this song is third sight uh rhymes like a scientist the samples from rakim um for, I, can't, I can't i don't understand how rakim's not on that list either that's true that's really true <laughs> whatever there's a lot of people on fuck the that list, list. fuck that list yeah son
I'm in it for the art, kid. I still pack the cartridge in my automatic. Don't panic, granted, I rip apart shit. A borderline insane mind, a genius. When I compute calculus with 26 miles of consonants, scientist, my hypothesis, PhD doctorate. Mr. Chocolate drops it before you thought of it. I put the calluses on your hypothalamus, swelling in your cerebellum, bind your mind with paralysis. There's no humor, I give tumors, then you hemorrhage. From your nose, case closed, I break ribs on kids Flip the lids on heads, trip you out like shrooms in a room The walls leave, you can't believe the way I whip words and tunes I flow in cycles of the moon and Pacific tides When I'm splitted, I'm gifted with red squinted eyes Increase the decimals and decibels and powers of three Though I pass critical mass and blast our poetry Play the corner like I own a block Kick formulas with tonal light, you'll be an organ donor Nigga, stop! My rise, big bang, expand like the universe as I post on the cosmos and gross on this planet Earth. Like Melly Mel, uh, I'll crack your jaw with a crowbar. I'm Raz Muhammad Gaddafi, Monopoly on my property, my life's philosophy. Come talk with me, fuck Socrates, Plato and Aristotle. I'm fatalist, him lock in the bottle. Females wanna fondle the lyrical models, I flex my tonsils. I do all blacks or rap terrorism. I'm making a lawful living in prison and season the cell block in my brain. Unlock the wisdom on parole like an ex-con. With Roman Pythons, who got his mind on? Getting his grind on with tattoo tears, marking the years under his third eye. Like the fruit called sun kissed after photosynthesis from the solar sun raw on the earth. In the first row, my flow has no flaws. My mathematics explains static like physics exhibit force. My divine confused Einstein's mind quick as a Porsche. Smell my exhaust. I teach a crash course in wreck. Reflect the sound effects of snapping necks as I perplex. Clone the DNA code of T Rex into a rhyme before you crept a step to mind. You should refine your inner mind. Letter X is undefined. Chinese arithmetic counting on. And have a kiss rhymes like a scientist. 